the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10, letter number 3314. Baruch Hashem, dated the 29th day of Shvat, Toshin Tezvah, Brooklyn, Sholem of Racha. And um, the Rebbe addresses various uh, different issues that this uh, person had. Uh, he was trying to build a mikvah. He apparently was in a uh, distant community, uh, far from the center of of, of Yiddishkeit, and uh, he was struggling with various different things. The Rebbe tells him, any effort you put into building a mikvah is worth it. <coughs> and he also asked the Rebbe about uh, he doesn't see a future over there for yeshiva. So what happens with his children when they get older? So he's going to have to move. And, uh, and the Rebbe said, not so fast. You know, don't worry about right now. You never know. Let's see what the Rebbe writes. The Rebbe encourages him. He says, don't make any long-term plans, you know. Like, you know, don't make plans that... So the Rebbe says, Shalom Racha. The Rebbe says, I just received your letter with the enclosed there. And when I was on the holy Tzion, on the Ohel, the resting place of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, with all the titles over here, today, the Rebbe says, it was already Erev Rosh Chodesh of Marbim Besemcha. You know, the month of Ador is the month that we increase in joy. So the Rebbe went to the Ohel on the eve of Rosh Chodesh of the month that you increase in joy. And I guess the Rebbe mentions that because that's an additional uplifting thought to be able to get an answer, a positive answer to all the uh, uh, requests that they asked. So the Rebbe says, I mentioned everybody who you listed in your, uh, in your note and let it be the will of the Blessed Hashem that each and every one of them will be blessed in everything that they need, both physically and spiritually. And now the Rebbe is addressing the various questions that he asked. So he says, this is that you write about a kosher mikvah, uh, to build it over there, I guess it was expensive and it was uh, difficult. So the Rebbe says, this is such an important, such a great matter that no need to go into a length. All effort that is required is worth it. And therefore, the Rebbe says, it is my strong hope that you're going to do it with energy, with alacrity, and every one hour earlier, as early as possible, the better. The earlier, the better. And the Rebbe suggests to him that he should once again communicate with Rabbi Deitch of Cleveland. Uh, I guess he supported some building of mikvahs or things like that. He should encourage him again to find ways to make that the expense should be uh, less uh, less than it was. And, um, and again, we're talking in 1955, uh, the financial situation of the religious Jewish community was not as good as it is today, where we have, you know, Baruch Hashem, a lot of the uh, 
from people, Jews in general, have done pretty well for themselves. So, but that was struggles. People struggled very hard in, to order f- even for, you know, the basic needs of a community. Now, he further writes about the kindergarten that they started over there. So he writes to the Rebbe, he doesn't see, in his view, it doesn't seem that it can develop into a small a small yeshiva, a school for, and, you know, so he, don't, he won't have basically where to send his kids, he's saying. So the Rebbe says, look, you know, today, in order to address this, uh, this very issue, uh, Chabad sends out shluchim all over the world, and education has become a major, major um, issue. I mean, some parents send the kids away from home at a very young age, but how young can you send them away? And there's also difficulties, and it's not always the best thing for the child. It's not always the best thing for the education. So they created this online school, a full, full school, but it's fully online. I'm sure they have it in the secular world as well, something, a counterpart of this, but in the uh, Hasidic religious world, to have a full school, and I know it firsthand because some of my um, children taught in that school, and some of my grandchildren go to that school, and matter of fact, one of them just graduated uh, from elementary school, uh, going to the online school, and I wasn't there, but my wife told me it was like a beautiful, beautiful event to see children living in far-fetched places where there is no uh, large communities in which they don't have yeshivas over there, and yet students, they're dressed, they look like they speak, they behave. Very, very impressive. But in any event, the Rebbe says, the fact that you don't see a chance that it will grow into something that you can send your children to a yeshiva, the Rebbe says, we don't really know. We don't really know that. A person needs to do to the extent possible. And the Rebbe says, look, it says, Echod Avraham. Avraham was only, he was the only one who recognized Hashem, who started this whole idea of believing in one God and monasticism, he was went against the whole world. And what happened? It says that his seed inherited all the land, the whole world. So the Rebbe says, based on this, I am not comfortable, the Rebbe says, that already now you're concerned to live in your place for a long time because you're worried what's going to be with our children. Because the Rebbe says, if you're going to be worried about it now, it is impossible that it's not going to weaken your energy, your uh, enthusiasm, and your holy work that you are uh, engaged now, that it's placed upon you in your uh, in a community. The Rebbe says, if you're starting to worry about what's going to happen, it's inevitably affecting your work right now. Even the Rebbe says that you had the justified worry. Let's say it was justified. Even if it was very clear that you would move from the city because you will need education for your children. But the, known, the Rebbe 
my father-in-law used to say like this. The Rebbe quotes from his father-in-law's saying, a pisgam from his father-in-law. He says, when the Yidin were traveling in the desert, so they always raised the Mishkan and they folded it up together. So if they were going to grow, they didn't say, okay, you know, we're going to go anyways, tomorrow we're leaving, so let's just put up a few things, not the whole thing. No. My father said that when they raised the Mishkan, it was with all the details, it was all the specifics, exactly, even in those stops and those camps that they were only there for a day and a night. And still, so even if you're really leaving, don't now you have to be there fully. Do everything as if you're going to be living there. And Rabbi, it says it's explainable, this idea, based on what it says in Tanya, in the Tanya, in the end of chapter 25, that when you do an act in this world over here now, even though this is something which is within time, right now we're in time, so it seems like our impact is only uh, a temporary, uh, timely. So when we do a good deed, it's only at the time that you're doing it. But the Rebbe says that out, the Rebbe explains, but what you do up in the heavens is permanent. You do it here, it's only one time, but if you do a good deed in this world, it lasts in the heaven forever. So therefore, anytime you're doing something, don't cut any corners, don't do it haphazardly. You have to do it fully, engaged, just like the Mishkan was built completely. You should be there fully engaged. And the Rebbe says, especially, a person needs to be confident, strong, in his trust in Hashem. Maybe, the Rebbe says, in the very near future, the situation will change for the better. And maybe you will have a school over there. Maybe you will have a place to send your children. And you will merit and succeed to build authentic, kosher education, holy education in your community. The Rebbe says, don't give up. Don't live there. Then the Rebbe finally says to him, I enjoyed reading in the end of your letter that your brother-in-law's business has developed. And he finds now that the blessing, that they were blessed, that it's come to fruition, they're being very successful. So the Rebbe says, of course it's extra to uh, encourage you that you should draw his attention, that when you see the blessings of the blessed Hashem and what you need, then you have to understand that this is a hint that you have to add also in those pipelines and the vessels for that. In other words, the things that bring the blessings, which is what? Which is Torah mitzvahs. In other words, you should become more religious, more involved. If he sees Hashem's blessings, he should get involved more in Torah and mitzvahs. You see, the Rebbe doesn't tell him Okay, let him give another donation. <laughs> Trevor says, you see, David said, bless you. Go ahead and 
strengthen your connection to Hashem. Increase those pipelines that bring blessings, which is Torah and mitzvahs. And the Rebbe also tells him, look into the uh, chapter uh, in the Geras HaKodesh, Kotointi, the Rebbe says, anytime that Hashem does a closeness to you, you get diminished, which means when Hashem does a kindness, He brings you closer to Him. And in the presence of Hashem, you feel diminished because in the presence of someone which is so much greater and bigger, you feel less. So anytime when you experience Hashem's goodness, Hashem's kindness, that should cause you a more humility. The Alter Rebbe was saying this because after the Alter Rebbe was freed from prison and he was put there by the opponents of the Hasidim and some of the Hasidim were going to give back or uh, give them what they deserve for what they've done to him. But the Rebbe said, no, under no circumstances should you give back. And the Rebbe quoted from Yaakov in the Chumash, he says, I become diminished that when Hashem does a kindness, you should become more humble. And the Rebbe says, only reach out with goodness and kindness. Perhaps you'll be able to change their hearts around that they should change their ideas. But not to give back. But the Rebbe says the same thing. He tells this person the various different things. The Rebbe first tells him that he will mention those that he put in the note for a blessing. The Rebbe says, work hard on building that mikveh in your community. It's worth all efforts. And the Rebbe says, don't give up. You say, he's creating a kindergarten. He has a kindergarten. He says, it's never going to develop. So, where are my kids going to go to school? I have to move anyways. And the Rebbe says, well, those kinds of thoughts, knowing that you're going to move, weaken your resolve right now. And the Rebbe says, first of all, just like when the Mishkan was moved, it was moved all the time, it was set up, so do it fully. Trust in Hashem, maybe things will develop in time. And also the Rebbe told him about his brother-in-law's business success, that he should remind him that success is uh, should lead you to more commitment for Yiddishkeit. The Rebbe adds in a note here, if there's going to be good connections through your communication with Rabbi Deitch, please let me know. Thank you from the beginning. The Rebbe worked closely with him to help with the mikvahs in different communities and different sayings.